Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello, dear listener and viewer, and welcome to a Burkett Wonderland, the place where Carl made his name before he reached the heady heights of being on Talk Sport as a guest. Guest, just a guest. He said guest presenter there. That's not right, is it? You're just a guest. You went on there. You swooned around. Give, you told it, give him it time. Minute. Give it time. Today a guest, tomorrow presenter, the next day have my own show, then yeah. my own radio yeah. channel. Like it's it's, it's diff- I'm different now. I'm I'm different for me now. You're wearing like Chelsea pink. Chelsea <laughs> are gonna put in a bid for me for like yeah. two hundred million. Um we'll see if I can negotiate terms. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh sound, sounds wonderful. Uh, are you gonna let any baby W come on your show? I mean, for a fee, I mean, this ain't free, Danny. Like, clearly, I need to have, you know, make some money. When I start selling that advertising space, like on Twitter. Got the merch on the um, go. Obviously, like, I've got Chris putting me up some tops. Like, so we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> so if you had to ban one person from ABW forever coming, ever coming on, on your new show, um, who is the person that you're going to ban? Ellis, fuck Ellis. Hashtag fuck Ellis. Oh, can I say that? Yeah, I can. Fuck it. Um, yes, hashtag fuck <laughs> Ellis because he is um, he's a good boy, but he's a prick. So, you know, we are where we are. <laughs> good. Sounds about right. Uh, let's say hello to uh, some of the people that have decided to join us this this wonderful uh, Saturday afternoon after Rivera's co-op Carlos says he's watched three games today and they've all been atrocious. First of all is Paul Nell, not Neil. Um, oi, oi. Um, go birds. I don't know. Maybe he's been attacked by birds. Who knows? Uh, Sai is there straight in with the Mudrick out. Sai, we didn't sign him, so you're going to have to change that to the uh, the, the Belgian man. Uh, the Belgian Arshavin has our Josh has, has has branded him. Phil Macca, evening. Jim Eves, evening. Oh, Michael is there. Hello, Michael. Rudy Rastos was there. We we had the fake Rudy in here recently. Rudy, the other Rudy, the other R U D I, and uh, yeah, you might need to go and, uh, and sort him out because we can't have two Rudys. It gets confusing. Ah, Arnie Arneson is there. I bet you're fucking. I bet you're very cold. It is a uh, minus two point seven degrees. In my sitting room window, no, my bedroom window, my sitting room window is only minus 2.2 degrees. What's that about? I mean, they're only about five meters apart. Anyway, I think it's all my hot air leaking from the sitting room and going out and making the window warm. Um, uh, Phil says, Carl wearing the ABW. Bergie, oi! Oh, for fuck's sake, my cat's been sick. Wait there a second. Oh, God. Um, I'll take over. Um, yep, saying hello to Phil Macker. Phil Macker says he needs cheering up as he's suffering from Bell's palsy. Oh, that's not very good. Nice, Phil. We've been to the doctor at the hospital. Um, I hope you feel better very, very soon. Oh, that's a bit weird. Um, he's got that. I'm a cat he, He's a gobbler, and he eats the cat biscuits so quickly, he then goes to puke them up. And luckily, people, his puke was one or two biscuits, I think, and they just landed on the floor. So, because uh, then it, if some, no one comes around for three or four days, Carl, I have to sit in a sitting room with cat puke. 
not very nice. Um, so basically, what we're needing, who is the closest to you out of everyone? Ellis. So basically, oh, Ellis. Actually, no, John. To... John's only. Yeah, but he's about... in Scotland, isn't he? Oh. He's, he's diddling he's the women the, of Scotland. He's had so. all the ones in England. <laughs> exactly. So he's now gone up north to diddle all the women up there. Um, so, yeah. So Ellis basically needs to come around and clean up your cat sick. And I'm for it. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm yeah. actually here for I remember for the days where you would have done that before you'd reached the heady heights of your own... Danny, I'm different now. I told you, Danny. Like, <laughs> I, When I get my assistant, like I might send my assistant round, but yeah. until then, like it's different. Oh uh, gosh. Loki is there, Rudy is there, and Phil says, I was rushed to A&E. Why are people always rushed? When I, I, I a little story here, I broke my leg with my car once. I was um yeah, I fell over, and as I fell over in my car, um I, I crashed it. I didn't do 15 mile an hour, wrote it off, broke my leg, and I'm in the ambulance and I said to I rang Sean and her mum and I went, Oh, I'm being driven slowly to hospital. They said, why are you being driven slowly? I said, because I get fed up of people being said, I was rushed to hospital. And I said to them, could we go the long way around? <laughs> and they just oh, looked yeah. at me as if I was some kind of Egypt. So uh, they weren't so far wrong, they were, were right. they? Yes, they were They were absolutely spot on, I would say. Yes. Um, people are saying hello to you. Oh, Keysby Knight is there. The Premier League writers were saving all the goals for this week and for tomorrow. I'm feeling an 8-2. Right, should we go and have a look and see uh, what channel it is on, Carl? If you want to go and watch it, people, and you are in the UK or you've got a decent IPTV, it will be on SkyGo, SkyGo Extra, Sky Sports Main Event, Sky Sports Premier League, and it is also live on Radio 5 Live. Uh, pick a country, Carl, and I'll tell you what country, what channel it's on. Jamaica. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Um, it is on seasport.tv. There you go. Lovely. Uh, if I, I, not, I've been doing that for about five years now and never once has anyone gone oh thanks for that yes injury table we've got jesus is out a quote from uh six days ago we've already done that one he might uh hopefully we'll have gabriel back in for the final months it was a serious injury a bit longer than we expected he's going to do everything he can to make it shorter but we'll miss him for a while el Nenny is out with a knock and been linked to a transfer to trabzonspor that his manager, when he was at um, what club did was he play for? Besiktas. That mm-hmm. manager is now at my club, Trabzonspor in Turkey, that are current champions and not doing very well. And he's been linked with them. Reese Nelson still out of an injury. Um, and then, oh, is that the BBC? More work coming in. Oh, Sky Sport. Oh, fuck it. It's no, Sky yeah. Sports. Are, yeah. um, they want you for transfer deadline day. Yeah, but I'm, I think I'm busy that day anyway, so, you know. Dear, dear. Luckily, Carl has already got a, 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 a top-of-the-range, I'm a, a, a footballer car, so when they pull up in that, he won't look He won't look out of place. If I turned up <laughs> in my VW Sharan with, with my private plate saying GFP on it, uh, I think they, they they shoved me out with a broom handle. Um, ah, um, Thunder Road is there, telling you lot to get the thumbs up, lovely. Loki says, how about Magnolia, Danny? Mongolia, Mongolians need Arsenal. They do. Yes, they do. Question from Phil. Did Josh slate our new signing? What was his exact words, Carl, when he said if anyone mentions the the Belgian Arshavin in our group, what was he going to do to us? I was going to kill us, wasn't he, or something like that. He was going to cancel us. We're not allowed. We don't want him. He doesn't like him. He doesn't rate him. He said most of the time he does bugger all, and then all of a sudden... 
Biff Bash Bosch, he'll turn up and he'll do something. He said, "Is uh, it's not?" But they're getting twenty-one million for a bloke. I don't, Wikipedia have, have changed the way their website looks, and I don't like it. Um, has he got a looking for? Here I go, Leandro Trossard. He was twenty-eight on the fourth of December this season. Carl, do you know how many goals he's got this season? Seven in sixteen games. And I looked at them, and two and assists. He's a pretty decent player for 21 million for a player that can do that. He loves to run down the wings and then he cuts in, shimmy shammy, passes it, scores both feet, looks decent, nice center of gravity. I think for someone who's not going to start, like someone who's going to be, let's be honest, he's not going to start ahead of Saka and he's not going to start ahead of Martinelli. So I think for a backup, I think he's brilliant, Um, brilliant by. He can also probably play up front as well. So someone can play in three positions, 20, 21, 27, I'm sorry, it's 21 million and then rises yeah. to 27, depending on... Uh, when we win the league. Sorts. Yeah, that, so I'm not... I think it's good, especially you've got someone with a little bit of age as well, a little bit of experience, so he can come on. Um, he's someone who I think will definitely make an impact. And he can play in the European games as well. You know, we don't... As an Arsenal football club, we don't want to play Saka every single game. We don't want to okay. play Martinelli every single game. These players need a rest. And then after when Europe starts again, the games are going to be coming thick and fast. So I'm happy with it. Um, you know, people will always look at Mudrich and think, oh, we missed out there. And yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. When he came on against um, Liverpool today, he looked good. But did he look good because he was playing against a 39-year-old um, James Milner? You know, <laughs> that's what you, I think that's yeah. the acid test is when he plays against someone good because when he came on and played against Trent, um, I know Trent's not a brilliant defender, but uh, Trent's fast and he can keep up with him and he kind of looks a little bit average after that. So, you know, the test will be when he does play a 90 minutes and he does play against someone half decent who can defend. So, you know, I think the jury is still out a little bit on him. But, you know, Trossard, I don't mind him. I'm not going to claim to know everything about him like Josh does. And obviously Josh has seen him more. But yeah, I think someone who, you know, in this day and age, 21 million for a player who's, you know, who's gonna not going to be a starter and who's going to play the European games and, you know, you might even play for um, on Friday. You might start against Fri- on Friday for Man City uh, against Man City. Sorry, um, is he allowed to play I, tomorrow? I don't. Yeah, yeah, he is. So he is. He'll probably be on the bench tomorrow. And I don't think he played in Brighton's FA Cup game. So he's allowed to play for us in the FA Cup. So yeah, I am. Um, I'm happy with him. And, he only played in know, the League Cup for them. Yeah, so that's where we're at that anyway, so that's fine. So, yeah. yeah, he can play in the FA Cup. So, yeah, I ex- fully expect him to start on Friday against Man City um, up at the Etihad. Yes, that would be good. Back to Is it back-to-back games or have we got a game, Man City, then a game, then Man City again? No, we've got, I think there's two games in between the uh, Man City game, if I'm not mistaken, which I don't think I am mistaken, because uh. I never am. Yes, uh, we're also looking at another player. We, I mean, we tried to get Josh to do this with a, a sort out of a guest with him, but um, the, the guest didn't reply to. Well, last time I looked, the guest hasn't re, um, replied to him. Um, if you want to know all about the um, the uh, the young man, where is it live? There you go. If you want to know all about the uh, the the other bloke, we're looking at the Polish defender, six foot six foot two, six foot four, uh, Jakub 
Kiwari, go to Tom's channel, The Guna Talk, and it is the four videos back. 20,000 views, Carl. We don't get that a month. He's got that for one video. But you know why? Because Tom's top quality. Go and have a look at that. Tom has uh, a guest on who knows all about him. Uh, Jacob has only just recently signed for uh, the, the one of the really small teams in Serie A. He's done really well, and it looks like we might be paying, what did I say, about 30 million for him? Something like that, yeah. That's yeah, central defender, plays a lot down the left-hand side. Tom has lots of heat maps and discussion and breakdown of him and saves us having to do it. So it's a really good show. So, yeah, go and, the um, Guna Talk, go and have a look. And Tom will put you straight. I've forgotten his name already. Kiviar. Not yes, <laughs> don't, uh, don't be it, uh, it, just stop signing players whose names I can't say. We've said, this Oh, you before. just want people like Bob Smith That's and it. Rob Carl Jones. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> you got a name I can say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Loki says Trossard is a nine out of ten Lundberg. Bloody hell, seven, Danny. What did I put? Any glasses, you seven. said. Yes. Yes. Good enough these days. He is. Rudy says, finally, we have someone who can change a game from the bench. Uh, Pink Panther says, shout out to Tom. Tom is brilliant. We like Tom, obviously. Uh, Benick74, Brennick74 says, 3 1 to Arsenal, feeling confident. Oh, well, we're going to little save that and we'll go through all the predictions later on. Boy10 says, we are. Uh, we are allegedly going for Declan Rice. I reckon that's exclusively because the club wants to move holding on, especially after moving for Jacob, surname not pronounceable, retains our homegrown numbers. Uh, the few times we've seen Big Bob Holding come on, he doesn't get enough games. When you get to his age, uh, I say he's an old age, he's half my age, but when you get on a bit, you can't just come on and play games every now and then. You do, And he's never going to be good enough to get rid of um, uh, Saliba, Gabriel, and then third choice centre-back is going to be white. Fourth choice is probably going to be Tommy Ashu. So he's never going to come any higher than fifth choice, is he? Poor old Bob. No, and I think... Um... Right now, it's his prime years, and he should be kind of knocking on the door for an England spot because, you know, is he better than Harry Maguire? I'll probably say yes. Like, Does Harry 100%. even play so, anymore? Did he, did he play exactly. today? No. Um, what, Maguire? Yeah. Do you remember it was a sub against Palace. Harry Maguire. You know he plays for Man United, right? Oh, what was I thinking? Who played Palace today? Newcastle. Newcastle. That was it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yes. I'd, uh, <laughs> you're getting cheeky. Ellis, is the, Ellis has joined the top of the show thing. Yes. No, I was thinking because Palace, I saw Man United against Palace and Harry Maguire was a sub and he was warming up. And then Palace played today and I just went, I've got the two games mixed up. But I saw Man United against Palace and they were, they could not complete a pass. Their tackling was terrible. Their attacking was terrible, and their run of however many games it is in a row that they've they've well, they well, un, they won or were unbeaten, it's because they are playing rubbish teams. They are playing teams right down the bottom. Now they're going to have a, a half decent run of games against t- tough teams like us, and then they're they're not going to do so well. I mean, if I go and look back at, at Man United's um, prem, uh, Premier League, I'd have to do that. Bring up the matches separately, and then uh, Premier League. Then away. Their recent run of games, they drew with Palace, they beat Wolves 1-0 away, they beat Fulham 2-1 away. This is Premier League only, Man United. They lost 3-1 at Villa, 
average team at best. They drew 1-1 at Chelsea. They beat Everton 2-1. Well, everybody beats Everton 2-1. They lost 6-3 at Man City. And then they beat Southampton and Leicester 1-0. Then before that, they lost seven consecutive away games from March at the end of last season to August at the end of last season, the beginning of this season. Seven consecutive away losses. 4-1-1-0-4-0-3-1-4-0-1-0-4-0. And 6-3 to Man City. That is not a decent team. So if you go back and count, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 16. Out of the last 16 Premier League away games, they beat Southampton, Leicester, Everton, Fulham and Wolves. That, Carl, is not a, a run of results that I look at and go, oh, I want my mummy. You? No, I'm not. Listen, I think that Ten Hag has come in and he's kind of changed Man United a little bit. He's got them playing well. I can't sit here and, and deny that because, you know, you can only play who's in front of you. The same way that we was um, beating all these teams and everyone was saying, no, you haven't played it in one decent. Well, you can only play who's in front of you. So, um, and any game to win in the Premier League is hard. Just ask Chelsea and Liverpool. Look where they are. Um, so, I think he's got them playing well and I think... Marcus Rashford has kind of found a rich vein of form, which is really annoying. And hopefully we don't make the same mistakes that we did at Old Trafford and try and play a high line against them because, you know, he they punished us with a counter-attack, like literally. And I think Arteta kind of learned from that game because we went chasing the game after we went 2-1 down. And we, we made like three or four subs, like all attacking them, just kind of forgot about defending. And that's when they got the sucker punch goal and I think that kind of hurt us but we are a different team now we didn't have Thomas Partey when we played them at Old Trafford so you know we're a different animal now especially when we're playing at home as well we can control the game like we can definitely go up there and so go up there so come home and control the game I think if you nullify someone like um, Bruno Fernandes that's it because you've got a guy um, in Ericsson who cannot run okay anyone says he's a good passer but he can't run you wind Bruno Fernandes up get me yellow card in like the first 5-10 minutes which he will because he's always angry that's his game gone they haven't got Casemiro they haven't got their solid defensive midfielder so you're looking at either Fred or McTominay which let's be very honest if you've got um, Fred or McTominay in your midfield then that is it so if we can you know, know that Man United are going to try and counter-attack us. They're going to come in and they're going to try and sit back and they're going to try and circle up the pressure and then hit, you know, it's, it's what they do. Get the ball to either Ericsson or Fernandes and hit us on the counter-attack. But if we're smart enough not to always play a high line, because I think if I'm playing against Arsenal, if I know Man United, what they're going to do, they're going to push Rashford out to their right, our left. And because when Zinchenko comes in field, he almost makes up like a third midfielder and doesn't and leaves that left back spot kind of unoccupied. That's what they're going to do. They're going to leave Marcus Rashford and say, when Zinchenko comes inside, you run outside. So you've got that space. So unfortunately, I think Zinchenko may, may just have to adjust his game very, very slightly. Um, but, you know, I still think, I feel confident. I feel like we are better than Manchester United. They just hit it a loose vein of form, but so have we. And we are playing so, so well. So I don't think we should fear Man United at all. I think we can take the game to them, attack them and get a result easily. 
going back to the game that I watched, and I agree with everything that you said there, especially the counter-attack, when going back to watching them against Crystal Palace, when they had Elise on one wing, they had Zaha on the other wing, and they had a couple of other decent players, whenever they got on the counter-attack, Man United were lost. They they struggled to do anything, let alone the final ball through to their own players. And then they're going to be playing against us, and they are not going to be able to cope with the speed and, and the, the ability that our players have got. And I like, I like uh, what you're saying about Zinchenko might have to adapt his game a little bit to uh, to, to shore up the defence when um, when Rashford has got it. But even in that game, Rashford didn't look very good. And, and their main player that looked half decent in that game ended up getting booked or sent off near the end of the game. Cas- is it Casemiro in central yeah. midfield? The one I got from Real Madrid. He was one of the few players that actually looked decent. And and he's not going to be playing. And so I'm not worried at all. They they are going to give absolutely nothing to Warriors because we, they've shown all season that they are a very average team. The only decent thing they've done this season is get rid of Ronaldo. Other than that, they're going to really struggle against us and we're going to ruin them after. Because so far, we've only lost one game all season, Carl. Unbelievable in the Premier League. Um, this is when I just go and check that it is actually only one game. It is, uh, yes. Yep. We've uh, won... One lost one, drawn one, two. no, drawn two, and won the rest. That's it, one fifteen. That is outstanding. I mean, Newcastle after twenty games have also only lost one. And I'm just looking at this. They've Newcastle have got the England's number two goalie, and they've conceded eleven. Arsenal got number three goalie, conceded fourteen. But England's number one goalie has conceded twenty eight. <laughs> and he'll still be number one goalkeeper. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah, Gareth Southgate is, is uh, going out, and I'll be very surprised if Frank Lampard. I hope they don't fire Frank Lampard before we play Everton. No, that'd be um, good. They'll go there and smash him. Because there is somebody this season, Carl, is going to get an absolute whooping in the Premier League. We are going to do. Remember the days we used to get seven against Middlesbrough, seven against Everton. This day is coming, people. Some game this season, we are going to score six or seven against someone. When that clicks and all of our passing and attacking and all that turns up and works, someone is going to, maybe even eight, maybe even nine. That's how good we are on our day, on most days. And our, our day is is actually most days. Which I still think lovely. we have to be a little bit wary of Manchester United just because it's Manchester United and somehow when the back's against the wall, they'll always find a result. Do you remember when when Rashford came onto the scene and I think it was his first or second Premier League game with Mourinho and he got two against us, a team when they remember they were injury depleted, they had kind of no one and somehow they beat us up at their ground and we'll, we're a game that we easily should have won and we didn't for some unknown reason. So I'm always wary of what Manchester United can do to us and just the history. But I think we are a different animal now. I think we're a different team. I think, you know, back in a day where, you know, reputations used to mean something against these clubs. I think these, I think the players now don't care. They don't respect uh, Manchester United, which is a good thing. Like, because they're not wary of, oh, what happened in the past or um, things like that. So, I'm happy to say that I don't think we should fear Man United, but in the back of your mind, because it's them, and if they do literally just sit back for the whole game, which I think they do, I think they have no intention of trying to attack us, and then they will just literally try and hit us on the break. um, One long ball up, cut out the midfields, and somehow they'll get through. And that's my fear. And also my fear is if they 
go ahead first, if they get a first goal, I think that's it. They're literally just going to sit back and do nothing because they're not trying to attack us. They don't want to go toe-to-toe with us because I think if they do or if they did try that, we would outplay them. Like any team that tries to, you know, go toe-to-toe with us and outplay us, they can't. That's why a majority of the teams literally just sit back. So I think if we do win tomorrow, it will be a big, massive statement. And I'm still not here saying that we're going to win the league. Even yesterday, I was asked a question and I said, top four is the priority. If we get top four, remember the main goal at the start of the season was to finish top four. And I don't think that's changed. I really don't think that's changed. If we overachieve by doing something else, then that's brilliant. I think it's long may it continue, but you know, I think top four is a priority. And then once you start getting to the business end of the season, late March, April, and if we're still in the same position, then I'll start talking about winning the Premier League. Hmm. Um, tomorrow, the big thing for me is going to be if who's going to replace Casemiro. It's either going to be Fred or it's going to be McTominay. And if that's McTominay, McTominay, he's just going to yeah. spend the entire game kicking and fouling and cheating. And it's how soon the referee uh, decides to... Um, if if decides if he's going to do anything about rotational fouling, and then decides how many of the rotational fouls it's going to be before they he does something about so it. I don't. I think he's going to leave it late. I think that's. I think McTominay plays tomorrow, and his job will be break up play. Just break yep. up play, keep fouling until you get that yellow card. Yep. And I think when he gets a yellow card, that's when he'll change his game. But that's what will happen. You'll see him. He'll foul Partey. He'll foul Odegaard. He'll foul Saka, and he'll keep on doing it. And it won't be to like the 70th minute after the sixth foul until the referee decides to do something because, you know, as you know, referees, they don't have to foul players who uh, foul Arsenal players because, so they don't have to book players who foul Arsenal players because it's just something they don't do. Um, Rudy makes a good point here as usual Rudy uh, I am optimistic as well he says United won their last few games against teams we expected them to beat apart from Man City they won the Man City game due to cheating which is I mean I don't know what was funnier that goal being dis- not disallowed for offside or that bloke having the sex noises in the match of the day studio did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah did I didn't watch the game did but it? I did see it do you know how um, he did it? no he was the bloke who got on the pitch before and, and was in the lineups and then did the thing where he got on with the cricket people and he keeps getting into events and doing like that. He just dressed as a normal person. He went in there and he had a, a mobile phone and he played it over the speaker of a mobile phone. So he would stellitate the mobile phone sort of underneath all the back of one of the chairs, apparently, and then wait till the show started and then started playing sex noises over the phone. <laughs> and they didn't wow. know what was going on. <laughs> Hilarious. Wow. Um, so Stefan says Man United always raise their game against us yes they do but uh, sooner or later the FA have got to realise they need to look after the likes of Saka because he is the future of England there is no better player at his age playing for England in, in, in the world at the moment and maybe not for the last God knows how many years he is everything that any club would want, any national team would want, and he is not getting the protection he deserves from the from the referees, which is disgusting. They'd only look after him if he leaves um, Arsenal, a place of a different club, and then they'll realise, you know, oh, by the way, yeah, um, we need to look after him. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, 
he's not going to get the protection that he deserves because it's funny how in the World Cup everyone started saying, oh my God, I can't believe like um, the referees are not booking players for Fowd and Saka. And Arsenal fans are like, <laughs> this is, welcome to our world. We've had yeah. this like uh, for years. So, do you know what? Like you said, tomorrow there's going to be rotational fouling. It's 100% certain until um, that Tomine does get that yellow card. And hopefully, you know, the referee... He's going to let things go because that's what they always do when they start finding Arsenal. It's, oh, the referee's letting things go. And then when it gets too bad, and I think Arsenal do need to go up to the referee and say, like, how many times, how many times can you foul someone without getting a yellow card? Um, Maybe the crowd need to just start going, oh, one, oh, two. If we just start counting the number of times that Saka gets fouled yeah, during no, the game. Yeah, it's true. And <laughs> another thing that's going to annoy me tomorrow, which I have a really big problem with this. So it's going to be Arsenal versus Manchester United tomorrow. And Gary Neville is going to be on commentary. I don't think that should be allowed because he's going to be so biased. Like, Unreal. if you're going to have that, you should have him and Alan Smith. So you've got two. So I just don't. I really, really, I'm glad that I'm not going to be watching it on TV because flipping out, I would flip out. But <laughs> I think that's really out of order that you have like Gary Neville on commentary on a Man United game because it's just going to be very, very, very biased. One, you have to hear Gary Neville and no one wants to hear Gary Neville talk at all. Um, and I think it's going to be great. If Arsenal win tomorrow, I want to hear how salty Gary Neville is because he's just going to literally be in his tears and I can't wait. So, Bring yeah. me the tears of Gary Neville. Oh, fucking bring me, yeah, bring me his head. Like, that's what I want. But yeah, I'm going to be uh, very happy to hear how... I just want... I, I said to my, one of my friends, because obviously growing up in my era, all my friends are either Manchester United or Arsenal fans because no other team existed apart from these two when I was in, in school and growing up. So I said to all my friends tomorrow, I'm going to be the worst version of myself tomorrow if Arsenal win. I'm going to be horrible. Twitter are going to see that. Like, They'll be dancing. Worst, uh, Twitter are going to see the worst version of me tomorrow. Like to all, to all my Man United supporting friends, oh, it's going to be a problem. Like, and I hope we do win because this will be a real statement, especially going into sort of the... You know the fact that we've got to play Man City twice. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to this game. I'm not as nervous as I used to be. Like if you had told me back in the day, oh, we've got Tottenham and Man United consecutive games, I would have been like, oh shit, like we'll we'll be lucky to get one point from both of those games. Now I'm looking for six points. I'm looking for six points from both of those games. So I'm hoping that we can go there, make a statement. And I think if we do beat Man United at home, I think the league will then start taking us seriously and start thinking, oh my God, like they actually really, I know we say it, but we don't believe it. But now, Arsenal are really title contenders. They are indeed. Um, Arsenio Wonga, hello sir, says, I don't think we will see any teams beat 6-0 anymore. We are good, but nowhere near what we used to be under Wenger. Arsene was a magician to get us to play football from another world. I think the football we're playing at the moment is incredibly similar because Arteta was a big part of that in the, in the failure years and then in the FA Cup winning years. And I do see so many similarities between what Arteta does and the style of football that he plays um, that, and, and what Wenger did. Do you? Um, I think... We want to play free-flowing football. 
because that's the Arsenal way attacking free throwing football and hopefully we can entertain as well because football is about entertainment isn't it and we need to do that but I think at the moment Arsenal are just playing really good football everyone fighting for each other everyone like filling in the gaps you know attacking football which is brilliant we play boring football like Newcastle now I'd be or Tottenham have you seen that this football that they play is absolutely atrocious considering they've got arguably the best striker in the world um, you'd think to yourself that what you want to do is get the ball up to him as fast as possible but they don't do that so yeah, if we play football like Spurs or Newcastle or anything like that, I'd be oh, it'd be really hard to watch. It's kind of like the um, the Emery days. Yeah, that was really hard to watch. It was like the football, our results were bad, and the football was really boring and just horrible. And I never want to go back to those days. True, it's um, <clears throat> like I said to the Villa fan when I was on their their podcast. Said uh, Emery will save you from relegation, but other than that, he will bore the pants off you, and he won't get you into Europe. He went, "Oh, I think he might get us into Europe." I said, "Not a chance, not a not a chance." Um, some more. Oh, there's a, a new a new name there. I think Brennick K seventy four. I think you might have been in the last show. I agree. Said the same thing about Smith and Neville together. Yeah, there'd be elbows there. Uh, Avon. To be honest, I'm surprised they can get Gary Neville in and out the ground safely <laughs> uh yeah change channel yeah because there'll be plenty of other ones if you've got iptv you can go and listen to where in the world that you want um let's have a look at um just gonna do that um some of the previous results carl if you look in the history of this fixture that's 187 plus 50 is 237 games we've won 86 they've won 101 we've drawn 50 and we go back and look at the last three games between us in the Premier League at Arsenal. The last one was the 23rd of April, 22. We beat them 3-2. We scored first with Nuno Tavares. And then we Kaios got a penalty on 32. Ronaldo, 34 for them. And then Granit Xhaka in the 70th minute. Hmm. Don't remember that. They had Ralph Ragnick as their manager then. Remember the one who's going to come in and steady the ship? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. And then the game before that was the 30th of January 21, 0-0. Solskjaer was their manager then. And the game before that was 2-0. Oli was their manager. Pepe in the 8th minute. Socrates Pastapopoulos in the 43rd minute. And the Arsenal lineup that day, this is only just over three years ago. Three years and three weeks. Leno in goal, gone. Socrates and David Luiz at the back, gone, gone. Kalasnac left back, gone. <laughs> Maitland Niles probably right back, as good as gone. Xhaka and Treya in central midfield, still here and brilliant, and one's gone. Ozil in the hole with Pepe and Aubameyang on the wings and Lacazette up front. So out of that starting eleven, uh, there's only one, two are out on loan and one is still at the club. Wow. That is, we suffered. I saw a lineup the other day from the Emre days where I think the back line was Bellerin, Mustafi, Socrates, mm-hmm. and Kalasanach. And I was like, we really suffered then. Like, we were <laughs> in the mud. Like, how did we survive that? Like, it was just. We, did, we didn't survive it. It was a No, nightmare. we didn't. It was just horrible. But yeah, we've got a team now which is 
you know, we're playing well. And I think in another two years, I think the lineup won't be as drastically changed as it is now. Like in 2025, could I realistically see the same back line that we're going to see tomorrow? Yeah, probably. Like I, I genuinely could. So let's just hope that, you know, this team as it is at the moment and how well we're playing, that we can kind of stick together and, you know, because this team is young and they're literally going to grow together and that's what we want. And if we can get we can get someone else in like just to kind of help this team grow, like Leandro Trossard, I'm sure, as good as he is, he will help like the likes of Martinelli and he will help the likes of Saka. You know, because though as good as they both are, experience you can't count for experience. So he can come in and say, Oh, you know, sometimes don't do this or sometimes do that, or just the way he trains as well, because he's gonna have to obviously train differently. Arsenal, I'm sure Arsenal and Brighton training sessions are totally different and he's going to have to get used to the our way of training but the fact that he can play anywhere across the front line I think is absolutely brilliant and I'm I don't know some people are but I'm really happy with the signing I am as well I think he's going to be good a new name there that I've not seen before Cal Rodell says uh, or Roddell love the fact that we have a transfer plan not just waiting to see who's available told you the whole time I don't really don't think we were after Madrid I think it, that was too much money for a young man and it was uh, they're waving their left hand at people while really doing the magic with their right hand and you know under the table no one can see what's going on um Phil, see, here we go. This might be Phil's one serious point of a show. He says, not sure what Asenio is on about. We are finally moving in the right direction after 10 years of repeating our mistakes. Win a title or not, I couldn't be happier about all things Arsenal. Very true, Phil. Very true. Mr. Boblex, Carl, I'll see you tomorrow evening. Are you meeting up with him? Yes, I am. I am. I've got to talk to Fem. That man is so rich. Like I can't deal with him. I've, I haven't spoken to him, to be honest. I need to talk to Femi to see... Where Magic Mike should be at the game too. Oh, I'm sure I'll just see the harem of people around him then yeah. just follow. And Boblek says, What's your favourite shot or drink? Lucas Aid. Your favourite shot? I don't yeah, think he's I'll... talking about a soft drink, Danny. I know. I know he's not. But um, I don't, I don't, I, in fact, I had a bottle of cider yesterday. It was Bakewell Tart flavour. Bakewell Tart. Brothers Bakewell Tart. Very nice. I had it with my pizza with Anna last night. Um, oh, here we go. Arsenio says, Carl in capital letters, you are of absolutely right. Oh, God, here we go. Right, that we are playing good football, no doubt, but in comparison to the football we played under Wenger and slapped the big boys week in, week out was unseen at the time, bro. There you go. Lovely. Bob Lex, I saw uh, I saw that lineup wasn't great. Wasn't that against Villarreal or Atletico Madrid? Um, Steph says I'm far more tactical. It's far more tactical game now. Good. Oh, Glenn, I've been badgering Glenn for months. Hello, Treacle. Missed you. I think I have sports PTSD with you guys talking about those old lineups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't a good time. It wasn't at all. Uh, it was horrible. We suffered. Uh, Stefan says, when's Glenn coming on the pod? Glenn's had a social media detox. 
he's back at the moment, so don't uh, not want to badger him too much. But hopefully, he'll come back on. Uh, so we've been WhatsApping this week just to make sure that he was all right because uh, it is a little bit over the top at that times. I'll be meeting him as well. Carl says, Mr. Bob Lex. Uh, Phil says, love an unsee Arsenal mug of Malbec. I don't know what that is. So wine, Danny. Okay, fair enough. Demsec, Soph will be at the game. Shock horror, I will be at the game. Demsec is going to a game. Dear, oh dear. And Mr. Bob Lex says, also there's a report that we've made, a bid for Martin someone. But it's been turned down as he doesn't want to leave mid-season. Martin somebody. Sai has been swearing. He's tried to get round it. He put a... Uh, where is it? It disappeared as soon as I un- um, I allowed it. You need to get around the swear filter, people. There's only one way around it. Uh, where is that, um, that person's name? Why hasn't it come up on there? Then I can highlight it and go and find out who he plays for. Oh, Sai says... Why the feck isn't Klopp talking about Arsenal? The guy sometimes can be plain stupid. He got around the swear field. Maybe it's the word stupid he didn't like. Um, I can't find this bloke that you you mentioned in the uh, thing there. Uh, Echo, who is Martin Zubidimendi? (laughs) Ah, Spock. Uh, Birthday, 1st of January, 2230. Echo? Shut up, you and Echo. Doesn't even listen to me anymore. No. I'm back anytime, my friend. Ah, lovely. Uh, so my question to you, that. Danny, is who do you think who do you think is going to score tomorrow and what's going to be the score? Score 3-1. And mm-hmm. the person who is going to score, I think opening goal is... Martinelli is due a goal, which is, which is important. So... Um, Going to see how it's going to start out. Someone mentioned earlier in the chat that we need to put a, a, an opener, just a, a let you know you're there on uh, McTominay right away. So this, get that done, get him out of the way. Uh, first goal, hmm, it's going to be a counter attack goal, either Saka or Martinelli. I'm going to go Martinelli, break his duck. He hasn't scored in a while. And then maybe Saka will get one, and then they'll get a penalty at some point, and then we'll see it out at the end of the game with with Eddie with a goal from three inches. How about you? Uh, I think we'll win three one. Sadly, I don't think we'll keep a clean sheet, but I think it'll be three one. And I'm going for Saka. I'm going for Eddie and Odegaard as he's on a rich reign of form at the moment. So that's what I want. And I think they will inevitably get a penalty just because um, they're Man United. I'm so shocked. It's only the fact that Spurs didn't get into their own box why they didn't get a penalty because I'm very sure. That, um, yeah. Was it, it was 19-1 at half time in, in touches in the boxes? Yeah. So I'm sure if they got into the box, they would have... Uh, well, they did try to get a penalty, didn't they? Right at the end. But obviously they... Uh, the referee. I don't know what. I still don't know what happened because he definitely pointed to the spot one hundred percent, and then kind of blew the whistle for half time. So I don't know what happens. But do you know what? I'll just be happy with a positive result, and a positive result is a win. A draw for me is not a positive result, and hopefully we can beat Man United because I'm not. They're there for the beating. When we played them earlier on in the season and we lost, we were a better team. Yep. And we had the goal, we scored a goal that was incorrectly ruled out and the uh, Premier League came to us and said, 
that it was incorrectly ruled out. And, you know, we were much, much better than them. So I think we just got to show how good we are. I mean, yeah, uh, Man United are a different team to what they were then, but there's no reason why we can't beat them. With the crowd behind us, and we are going to be loud tomorrow. That is going to be really, really loud. I have no doubt that we can definitely beat them and take the game to them and just knock them off their perch a little bit, and especially their fans as well, because their fans are you know, thinking that they're a bit too good and they're not. So if we can do that, I'll be very, very happy. I agree. People put your predictions in the chat and I shall read them out. We've got five so far. Me and Carl are both going 3-1. Benny is saying 3-1, feeling confident. Uh, Bob Lex 4-2, Martin Elliott score first. Rudy Rastos 2-1, Saka and Party are goal scorers. Phil Macca says 2-0, Saka and Eddie, and hopefully a broken leg for the Portuguese, Mona, who his teammate called him a Puerto, which I think is a bitch. Do you see that? It was yes. a slow motion of uh, it was a replay of when they were shouting at him, and they called it, one of the, his teammates called him a bitch for moaning about something. Stefan yeah, says three. Huh? He is a bitch. He is. Uh, Stefan says three nil Ramsdale masterclass. Uh, anyone else put any in there? Michael has put two nil. Um, Glenn has put, I believe, three one to the Arsenal. First goal is huge, but we have a backbone this season. Demsek has gone three nil. Boblix, ah, oh, it's Buta. There you go. To see if the, um, unsurprisingly, we got uh, demonetized for our our um, our last podcast because we were <laughs> nothing but swearing at Spurs for the whole thing. So that's one pound sixty five we lost out on. So. Uh, uh, I think we'll go bankrupt because of that. Rudy what says we... United be without uh, Dalo, Dalo, Martial, and Sancho. Come. Your pronunciations, Danny, are absolutely atrocious. Which one have I got wrong? Well, say say those names again. Dalo. No, Martial, you don't pronounce the T. Sancho. Huh? You don't pronounce the T. Dalo. Well, why put it in there then? Just the amount, amount of ink he's wasting like, his life. It's, like, it's like the G in lasagna, Danny. You don't pronounce the G, do you? I call pigeons pigeons. It's their own bloody fault. <laughs> Arsenio Wonga's going big, going 5-0. Sai's going 3-0 to United. Sai is actually an Arsenal fan, but he's in his padded cell at the moment and he's just typing oh, yeah, with his feet. Arsenio, 5-0, sod it. It's nice to dream. And Demsec is agreeing. Uh, anything else we want to cover, Carl, before we leave these fine boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs to go and do whatever they want to do? No, I, I'm positive that we'll get a result. I think everyone for the whole day is going to be stressing. Danny will be sleeping. I'll probably wake up about three o'clock. Danny, I'm going to say you're going to have to set your alarm. The game keeps up well, at 4.30, I, I want to say. I might get up a little bit earlier because we've got a bloke bringing a car for my mum to look at. She's uh, Her car's died. Whenever it's freezing cold, the gearbox doesn't change gear. Her little Mitsubishi Colt. So we, uh, there's a bloke from Stanford bringing down a, a Hyundai i10. Mm. They're going to bring it down because she's so diddy, Carl. She's four foot nine. And even with a cushion, some dashboards, the binnacle is like that, a little bit where, where all the, the dials are. It's quite little curved. She really loved the Fiat 500. She couldn't see over the dashboard. That's how small she is. And so there's no more Colts available of that version that she's got. And so there, yeah, it's the I-10 bringing it down on Monday afternoon. So I'm going to have to get out of bloody bed and go outside and have a look at it. Give it a kick. Oh, 
did um yeah kick the tires that always works that to see if a car's good yes it is um so i just can't believe you about it. that car is a 2011 and it's five and a half grand i doubt it was that much when it was new but small automatic cars with low mileage full service history go for big money now just like me, Danny, uh, with my fees. I don't know if everyone told. I don't know if anyone knew, but I'm now different. Like different. I'm in high demand. Uh, every sports outlet wants me, and I'm not too sure if I'm. Burkamp Wonderland have made a very good contract offer. They've had to fire two Doubled. of their staff. Yeah. To from to pay my wages. In my now wages now doubled from one. Ellis and Josh are gone. Pounds. Um, and a huge signing on fee, which is a uh, Nature Valley Crunchy Bar. Um, so... I broke a tooth on one of them once. There was a metal bit in it. Look bearing, look like the nib from the end of a ballpoint pen. Did you sue them and get money? I was going to, but then I thought, oh, they have enough trouble. Have I still got it? It was sellotaped to something. Right, oh, sellotaped to that thing there. We've I've still got my gallstone and my kidney stones sellotaped to my bedroom chest of drawers. I mean, they were can, we ref- can we ruffle them off to get some money to pay my new wages? Well, might need to. Got some more predictions. George Judson, a new name. Hello, George. Thanks for joining us. Says 3 1 the Arsenal as always. And Travis Saw, sounds like a dinosaur, says 10 0. You look like mankind. I'm liking that. So I, is this a, a tsunami or to tsunami? Boy 10 says, Eddie, a 3-0 Nketiah hat-trick. Joshua Page, 8-2 to the Arsenal. See what you're going there. Rudy says, early goal would be nice. Dempsey, with a question, is Peck really worried about Arteta and Arsenal? Yes. I, I still say that for some reason um, Manchester City will go on a 10 to 12 game unbeaten run because that when they want to turn it on they can they just showed against I know it was against Spurs but if they want to score four goals in one half they can Guna Rob 81 another name I've not seen before hello Rob thanks for joining us if you like the show give it a thumbs up maybe subscribe write it on a piece of paper and stick it in the food of everybody you uh, you know and uh, then they'll choke on our website address that's not going to work is it if they'll die don't do that it says 2-0 Eddie and Saka um, Glenn says, I think Pep is just showing respect to Arsenal. He could split his squad in two teams and would both would finish top 10. <laughs> yeah, that is sadly very, very true. Uh, any more predictions? Uh, Got 1 1. Uh, Brady says, going to batter them 1 0. And lots of numbers 1 1. Saka for us. We can't afford to lose tomorrow. We won't. Oh, Guna Rob has just subscribed. Thank you very much, Guna Rob. Um, and so you get a uh, we've got a little thing here that we do. Going to go and pump the volume up, and it is uh, put it there. And then splendid business, splendid business, splendid business. There you go. That's our Steve. Sadly, no longer with us, but immortalized with the words of splendid business. I'm going to put some more of those in there one day when I figure out how to do them. Uh, right, Carl, I think that's it, isn't it? Yes, it, it, it is. Um, we'll, I don't know who's doing our show tomorrow after the game because Danny, as normal, was put it in the group and everyone said they can't do it. So he's done a Alan Sugar and fired us all. Ah, Stevie. Um, um, Deke is going to join us. I'm reading his WhatsApp. He says, yep, he can make it. Stan says he's doing his on Sunday. 
and uh, James has just said sorry he's got Bear Ellis uh, no John's busy nobbing uh, Josh doesn't even give a reason anymore and uh, Chris doesn't reply anymore it's just pointless really isn't it and you and Femi are at the game he should have said it's about French football and he might have replied we'd be here now all we have to do is mention I don't know Lacazette Oof, he, he turns up like a genie <laughs> like you've rubbed a, a, a hippie lamp <laughs> Uh, excellent. Oh god. Right. Everyone, thank you very much uh for listening to our prediction show. I think we're all predicting an Arsenal win. Uh I have no doubt that it will come true. And if we don't win, there's gonna be an inevitable meltdown on Twitter. And I for one can't wait to see it. Wise words, Carl. I can see why you get the big money now. Uh so we will be back tomorrow, sometime after the game. Uh maybe 10 minutes, something like that. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. If you like the show, give it a thumbs up. If you didn't like it, we've been a Gooners podcast. Go and give them a thumbs thumbs down. And uh, yeah, maybe even consider subscribing. I looked, in the last two years, we've had 200 subscribers in two years. Got 6,000 in the first few years. People just don't bother anymore. And I can't say I blame them, Carl. Right, we're going to get rid of this. Thank Everyone's just been really nice to us. Oh, and uh, Pink Panthers on your side there, Carl. Fuck Ellis. <laughs> 100% hashtag fuck Ellis. <laughs> Is indeed. Oh, people are putting lots of comments in there, trying to highlight them all. Fake Piers Morgan there. Lovely jubbly. Um, Simeone. Don't care. And we'll end it with that, Mr. Bobless. Hashtag fuck Ellis. Right. Here is the end of the show. We all have Steve and Dave having a chit chat. Goodbye. Goodbye, Carl. Goodbye, Carl. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I was just eating a full quiche. Well, you don't often see him at it, so when you see him in the supermarket, they need to be swagged, microwaved immediately, and get the brown sauce on them, and bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt. <laughs>